Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hi there, friends. Before we jump into today's reflection episode, I'd love for us to take a deep breath and center ourselves. The day can be busy. I'm sure you have a lot on your mind. So let's take a minute and let our bodies slow down. Take a deep breath. Inhale through your nose. Hold it. And then exhale slowly. And again. And exhale. That always feels good, doesn't it? If you need to take a few more deep breaths, feel free to do so. In this month's Reflection Episodes, I'm doing a three-part series on setting our minds on things that are above. That phrase comes from Colossians 3.2, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. In last week's episode, we talked about noticing beauty, taking time to delight in it, and how that changes our bodies and our brains. This week, we're talking about another way that we can set our minds on things above, so to speak, or renew our minds, and that is through gratitude. It's November, so I'm sure you saw this theme coming. What better time to explore the impact of gratitude on our brains, moods, bodies, and spirits? Gratitude is a beautiful spiritual practice. And I think giving gratitude to God is an important part of our worship practice. The ACTS form of prayer stands for four things, ACTS, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, which are all important forms of prayer. I love that thanksgiving is a part of that because we have a good, good father who gives us good things. But besides spiritual benefits, did you know that there are really practical, physical results that come from gratitude? There are. Just listen to these. Focusing on gratitude is known to improve sleep quality. It's known to reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. Gratitude also is associated with better mood. Well, obviously, that kind of makes sense, right? But listen to this. Gratitude also is associated with having less inflammation and reducing the risk of heart failure. You guys, gratitude actually physically affects us. That's wild, isn't it? It also helps us to rewire our brains and refocus on what we pay attention to. As we practice gratitude, we're rewiring those negative thoughts into positive ones. We're making new pathways. It makes all the difference in the world. In fact, I want to tell you a story about that from real life. A few years ago, I was working with a woman in my office who was kind to see me for some family issues. And we were talking about, in particular, one family member that she often could get into conflicts with and had kind of struggled with. So I said, well, why don't you this week, you pay attention to what those triggers are. What are the things that this person does that really sets you off? Now, my intention in doing that (laughs) was to gain information, for her to gain information, for me to gain information about what were the patterns that were coming into play. 
However, it backfired, you guys, because when she came back the next week, she said, I noticed that that person got even more on my nerves than they did before, because now I was really paying attention to all the things that really got on my nerves about this person. And I was like, you know, that was not my intention at all, but I totally see how that could happen. So we switched it. I was like, okay, this week, I want you to pay attention to what are the things you like? What are the things that you're thankful for about this person? What are the strengths that this person has? And her attitude changed. Her attitude shifted about it. It was amazing. It is so important to pay attention to what we pay attention to. It sounds crazy to say it in that way, but it's so true. We are always focusing on something, but what? As we switch to gratitude, it changes our outlook. Here are a few practical ways that we can practice gratitude. One easy way is to set aside a particular time of day. So maybe first thing in the morning, you can say out loud the things you're thankful for or thank God for those things. I know some people do that as they're falling asleep at night. They just go back through their day and kind of list off the things they're thankful for. And it actually can help you be in a good mood as you go to sleep. There was a really famous book, what, probably over a decade now ago by Ann Voskamp called A Thousand Gifts. If you haven't read it, I would suggest you do, or at least familiarize yourself with it. It was popular for a good reason. So basically, Ann Voskamp was a wife and a mother of six children and had gone through a period of grief in her life. And she decided to start journaling. She was going to write a thousand things she was thankful for. So this book kind of documents her journey of doing that. And I mean, there were some beautiful things. You can tell Ann Voskamp is a very flowery writer <laughs> and she um, takes beauty seriously. Let's say that she's kind of romantic, but there were some really serious things she was thankful for. And then there's even, even things of like small, small details that she writes down that she was thankful for, like the way the soap bubbles reflected little rainbows while she was doing the dishes. And I think that's such a great picture because we don't have to think of only the really big things that we're thankful for. Even small things can be acts of gratitude. So if you want to write it down in a journal like, like she did in that book, I think that that's a great way. Or, you know, on your phone. Although, I will say, as a therapist, I'm a big proponent of handwriting rather than typing or texting on your phone. And here's the reason why. It makes you slow down which makes you think more about it. We talked about last week, at least 12 seconds, right? Is what we want to shoot for. It also, as we handwrite, causes both of the hemispheres of our brains to work together, which helps with processing. So if you're going to journal, not that you can't type it, but if you really want it to make an impact, do the handwriting. I think it's important also for us to say out loud what we're thankful for, either to the person who's given us what we're thankful for or to God in prayer. You know, we teach our little kids to practice their manners, say please and thank you. But we don't always remember to do that as an adult, or especially our teenagers, I think, struggle with that. You know, we live in an age of entitlement. Sometimes we just expect things. But as we acknowledge, as we say thank you, it really shifts our attitude. God in his great mercy has given us so much to be grateful for. And he's put people in our life that we can be thankful for too. If you know me very well, or you've listened to my podcast or read my blogs, you know I am a huge fan of Mr. Fred Rogers. There are some really great documentaries about him. If you haven't already seen them, please go check them out. You will be a better person at the end of listening. 
But in his 1997 Lifetime Achievement Award acceptance speech, he did something unexpected. I mean, really, if you know Mr. Rogers, it wasn't unexpected at all for him. But it was very unexpected for the event at which he gave the speech. And I'm just going to give it to you word for word. And I want us to act as if we're there and actually practice what he says, okay? This is what he said. Thank you. Oh, it's a beautiful night in this neighborhood. So many people have helped me come to this night. Some of you are here. Some are far away. Some are even in heaven. All of us have special ones who have loved us into being. Would you just take, along with me, 10 seconds to think of the people who've helped you become who you are, those who have cared about you and wanted what was best for you in life. 10 seconds of silence. I'll watch the time. Whomever you've been thinking about, how pleased they must be to know the difference you feel they've made. May God be with you. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm going to link to that in today's show notes if you want to go watch it. It makes me a little teary-eyed, you guys. So, so sweet. I would love to know who you thought about during that 10 seconds. If you haven't told them thank you lately and they're still alive, maybe you should do that this week. They would love to hear it. And now, as we prepare for what comes next in our day, a benediction that comes from Colossians 3. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.